to the Smith Figures Wild Diversion Out Daily Podcast Review presented by Victoria Eok. Thank you for joining us today and I hope you are enjoying yourself. If this is the first time that you're joining, thank you for joining us. And if you have been a recurrent visitor or guest, thank you so much. So without further ado, let us pray. Father, Lord, God Almighty, King of Glory, your word is so true and so pure and so holy and so perfect. Help us to stand only on your word in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so let us go directly into today's message. The title is Burn of God. As you have probably noticed these days, we are talking a lot, a lot about faith. Uh, yesterday, we were already talking about like Abram. Today, we are talking about, we're still talking about faith. And we will go in the scriptures for today. I will start with John chapter 1, verses 12 to 13, which say, As many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God and then we are going to Romans chapter 4 verse 8 to chapter 5 verse 2 we say what then uh, sorry blessed is the one who sin the Lord will never count against them is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised who only are circumcised but who, who not only are circumcised but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he could be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are who have faith, the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as, his, as it had been said to him, So shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words 
it was credited to him, but not written. Were written not for him alone, but not written for him alone, but also for us to whom God we credit righteousness, for us to believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. So my key verse here will be the verse 21, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. In another version, King James Version, it will be, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. I previously talked to you about the Strong's Concordance. Uh, in the strong concordance, you can see the English version, but you can still see, like, you can also see the Greek and the Hebrew words for the ver- the, the words which are there in English. You can see the original Greek or the original Hebrew, wo- Hebrew words. And I will, I am, I checked a little bit the words in this verse, and so I'll go with it. So Romans chapter 4, verse 21, and being fully persuaded, Strong's Concordance word 4135 for the word persuaded. Persuaded here means fully know, most surely believing. So Abraham being fully persuaded, so he fully knew he was most surely believing that what God had promised, promised verse uh, word 4861 in the Strong's Concordance. To promise means to announce upon, to assert, to engage, to do something. So uh, Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised, what God had announced, engaged to do, he was able, able. The strongest concordance was 1,415. Um, powerful, able here means powerful, capable, mighty, possible, strong, enough, strong, to perform, perform 4,160, to make, to do without any delay and secure. So um, the striking thing in me for this verse is the fact that Abraham did not doubt. He was sure that what God said, he's able to do. And I think it's very important because at times we know God's word, but we wonder if he can do it for us. And it's very important to know that like, no matter how impossible it looks like, God is able to do it. So it's a very, very important thing to remember. To have in mind and okay so like what we have to retain here really what we have to retain here like think about it uh really think about it um this baby isaac a miracle baby technically speaking it was impossible for abraham and sarah to have a child at that moment so isaac was really a miracle a miracle let me say it again a miracle a miracle and how did this miracle come to pass? Uh, as Miss Wigerswatt says, three things work together. The first is faith. Faith can always bring the second fact. And fact can always bring the third thing, which is joy. 
to make it easy, like to summarize it, he means hear the word, believe the word, aka a fact, and you will see the word come to pass and you will experience that joy. So this is what Abraham did. He heard the word that God spoke for him. He believed it, he treated this word as a fact, and he saw the word come to pass and he experienced that joy. Like, for real, this is an invitation to all of us. The situation may be tough. It may be hard. You may be praying for something and you, you really don't see when is it gonna end? When is it gonna, when am I gonna get my breakthrough? You're wondering. But think about this. Many people, as Midwickers Watt says, want healing by feeling. It cannot be. Some even want salvation on the same lines. They want to feel saved. They want to feel healed. They want to feel answered. They want to feel forgiven. They want to feel transformed. And that is not how it works. This is how it works. You don't feel it, you believe it. You read what God's word says. You believe God's word. You stand on his promises. You say, this is the truth. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe. This is what you confess. This is an interesting thing that I... But I want you to notice, when God changed Abraham's name to Abraham, Abraham, father of many nations, he was changing Abraham's confession. You see, every time that Sarah would call her husband Abraham, or that Abraham himself would call himself Abraham, he was changing his confession. He was speaking for what God had said about him. You see, at times it's about, at times you, you know the word, you've heard the word, it was spoken into your life, but you yourself, you are not yet confessing the word. So I want you to start confessing the word over your life today. Start it and do it every day. Confess his word over your life because his word is true and it cannot fail. Whatever part of your body, whatever situation, even if it's your finances, confess the word. I speak to my finances in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to my body in the name of Jesus Christ. You are prosperous. You are healthy. You are growing. You are fruitful. You are productive in the name of Jesus Christ. Speak it forth. It is written in the word. Now it's time for you to write it on your lips. Okay? Speak it forth. Believe it and stand firm. And in fact, God's word is already written on the tables of our hearts. Now it's just us to renew our minds and write it in our minds because it's already in your if you're born again the world is already reaching on the table of your heart now it's up to you to renew your mind and to have it in your mind and to speak it forth and to believe it so it's a nice homework for all of us let us start confessing god's word every day for irrespective of how harsh or complicated or impossible the situation looks like god is a god of the impossible so three things work together. The first is faith. Faith can always bring the second. Fact and fact can always bring the third. Joy. Let us pray. Falalaga, my picking of glory. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. It's true. We thank you for your word. Cannot fail. We thank you because you're perfect. You're holy. You're righteous. And you keep your promises. And you are able to perform whatever you've promised. So we stand in faith and choose to believe your word and to actually confess it and to actually act like we know it's true because your word is true and you cannot fail in jesus christ's name we pray amen so thank you for listening thank you for joining us today god bless you invite somebody to listen to the podcast with you tomorrow god bless you bye bye